You are listening to the Sports Chop Shop. And now, your host, Adam Bailey and Ben Downey. Hey, hey, welcome back again. A, another extended hiatus between episodes, and we are sorry about that. But uh, welcome back to the Sports Chop Shop. It's with you today, it's the duo, it's the originators, it is Ben and it is I. Hello Ben, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm just coming back from the beach, you know, I've been at the beach for the past two months, you know, thoroughly enjoying this vacation uh, from the Sports Chop Shop. Two months? Two, I, I don't know, what was it, it's been two months, right? I don't know, it's been uh, a while. It's been, a been since before the, the playoff, uh, the NBA playoffs, since, you know, obviously since then. A lot to talk about with the NBA playoffs. Currently, we are sitting uh, in in the in the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat are up two games to one on Chicago, and a lot of the doubters are 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 few and far between to actually be found and accounted for nowadays. And the Mavs just stormed back on the on the Thunder last night, outscoring them seventeen to two in the last four minutes forty eight seconds, and. Epic collapse by the Thunder or epic comeback by the Mavs? That 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 uh, is up for debate. Was not up for debate is Dirk Dirk Nowitzki's accelerated performance and the high level that he's played at all playoffs. And so the question kind of becomes, Ben, answer it, dude. All all this all this talk about the Mavs. And we'll start here. We'll start with the Mavs. You know they're too old. It's it's they're they're over the hill. What are they going to do with Nowitzki? I mean, think about where this franchise was coming into the season, all the questions, and how far could this really go in the in the wake of uh, the Lakers trying to run for a three-peat, as well as the Spurs playing at such a high level. Are you surprised that now the Mavs are one win away from the finals? How do you attribute all this, Ben? What, what do you make of, of this Mavs run? Well, I, I don't think it's any sort of surprise. I think they're a two-seat in the West, so... They had to do something right in the regular season, and they had they obviously had a very good regular season to finish number two in the West. Uh, it's not really surprising to me that they're, that they're playing this well, and I, I and I don't want to hear anything about well they they were the benefactor of a down year by the Spurs, they were the benefactor of a down year by the Lakers. No, they're a good team. They've beaten who who they who they you know been been fa- been squared off against, and they beat the Lakers, the defending champs. So. You know, it's swept a really the Lakers. Cra- yeah, them. yeah, swept them, right? So, uh, yes. So, I, I, I don't want to hear that. I mean, Dirk's proving that, yeah, you know, he's earning his MVP again. The MVP that a lot of people thought maybe he didn't earn because the year he did win it, he was quickly, uh, quickly out of the playoffs. And uh, you know, good for him. Good for him. Kind of a validation. You know, obviously he thinks that you know he he hopes that he's not done. Uh, and you know he has he has five more wins to get to get that ring. Yeah, I tell you what, I mean the big monkey on his back his whole career was his playoff performance, and him not being able to lift the Mavs to that promised land. I and mean, they actually did reach the finals back in '05. It didn't end up losing to the Heat. Uh, that's kind of always been the knock against him is getting it done in the postseason. And now not only are the Mavs getting getting to that point. But he is he is the, uh, the the major proponent in that. He is the one leading them to that, hitting the big shots down the stretch. I mean, you see the numbers compared in the last like five minutes of the game. Uh, his against Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant like two for nine. I mean, nothing nothing close um, to to Nowitzki's performance. So, and 
you got to love how Jason Terry, former Hawk, is stepping up, and and Jason Kidd, the the, the two Jasons, and then you throw in Tyson Chandler, who has just been a, a solid performer all series long. Uh, are you surprised that that the Thunder is? Well, you know, let's say they do hold on in any sense of the word. This this series is tied two and two. What chance do you give the Thunder at this point? Uh, I mean, I guess just as much chance as they had, you know, in game one, game one to game three, because it's a three-game series at that point. Uh, the, the Thunder are a very good team. I feel like that Perkins trade, it needs some time to gel. I think that that download, that down, you know, download presence, I think that's, that's something that needs to be developed. Uh, you can tell that sometimes they're just not on the same page. And, uh, you know, the Mavs are, are far more experienced and, and they have far more veterans on that team, and they, they've been there before. Yeah, because, I mean, experience counts, especially in the playoffs. And now to say the Thunder are, are not – I mean, they, they, this is a, a bit of a, a playoff battle-tested team. I mean, they, they took the Lakers deep uh, in, into their series last year and then learned how to turn around and win a few playoff series this year. I mean, getting into the conference finals – but you, you do factor in that Kevin Durant is very young, and uh, Wessel Westbrook is also very young. <laughs> and um, what's his real name? <laughs> Russell Westbrook. You know, the, these guys are, are you know some of these guys are still with college eligibility left if they so wanted. So that kind of puts it in perspective as far as how far they've come. But uh, I, I, I think it's pretty much over. The Mavs are not going to drop three. The Mavs are not going to lose three games in a row, much as the Thunder are not going to beat them three games in a row. So we're going to see the Mavs in the finals. And good for Dirk, as you said. Good for the Mavs. Now, looking into the East. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we move to the East, what did you think of that, uh, that Harden thing on uh, Saturday? Where Harden looked like he got shot by the elbow by Ch- Chandler. Did you see that? I didn't. Uh, so Chandler grabs the rebound, like, and, and throws his elbows up, but not like he didn't like, you know, swivel at all. He just had his elbows up and kind of like turns just a little bit, and Harden's face just happened to be right there, and he looks like he got shot and just fell down. Got uh, Chandler got a technical at the time. The league then rescinded the foul. Uh, it was just a bad flop. I I don't know. I, I I think the NBA should crack down on these on these flops, but I don't know. I, I, he also got the foul, did did Harden, so good for him, I guess. I think they are trying to crack down, just just on the subject. I think we're we're trying to uh, the refs are trying to. Uh, you, you see it, you see it rewarded less uh, in 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 actual game officiating, um, but sometimes the refs just get duped. It's just how it how it goes, and there's nothing to to be said about. It. I mean, you can look at Berea for for the Mavs, who is especially mad about flopping all over the place because they're foreign players and flip they bring flop. that soccer game over here and that's how it works. Flippy uh, flappy. But let's go to the East and let's cover uh, the Bulls and the Heat. And the Heat are up 2-1. First of all, does this surprise you, Ben? Uh, no. I mean, anytime you have LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh on the team, they're going to be a tough out. And they've proved throughout the playoffs that they're, they're starting to come together. And... and or they had they have come together. Not they're starting to. They have come together and they formed the the trio that I think everyone kind of feared in the East. Well, and and I think one thing too is that the Bulls, it, it 
it seemed like their equation was pretty simple, and we kind of saw this against Atlanta. They're going to go as far as Derrick Rose takes them. They're not going to beat you with anybody else. Luol Deng may have a game. Joakim Noah may have a game. Carlos Boozer. You'll even get a, a timely three from Kyle Korver um, every now and then. Just don't ask him to do anything else. Uh, and by the way, I haven't had a chance to just kind of rant on how much of a uh, rhymes with Twitch Kyle Korver is. Ashton Kutcher? Yes. It's great that he can hit a jump shot every now and then when called upon, but I have not – I I mean, seriously, the guy can do nothing else. And did you see him just get flattened by LeBron in Game 3? No, I, I mean, missed that one. just trucked. He's backpedaling. He's the only guy. LeBron's going straight at him. And, and it kind of all – he's getting ready to make a big defensive play, and it all just kind of ends up with him just on his back. I mean, it's <laughs> set home. <laughs> And he, he even did the, he had those moments against us too. He is just he is he is shook. But um, you know we're seeing from from uh, the Bulls that they're still trying to. I mean they, they go as far as as Rose takes them. They go as far as he performs. And you know the Hawks. You could even argue that the Atlanta Hawks were a more talented team overall at every position. They were a better team, but they just had Rose was just too big, too much. But now, when you're going against former other MVPs in LeBron, in Dwayne Wade, it's just not enough. That's just not enough for him to single-handedly beat them because they have the athleticism and the, the the talent to defend him. And I think they just studied that Atlanta tape and said, we've got even better athletes than that. We can just plug in and just kind of do what they couldn't do. And they have Bibby. Bibby! So how could they ever go wrong? Uh, what, what, Championship. Now, we got game four tonight. Give me your predictions, Ben. I don't think this series is is over. I, I think that I, I'm hoping for a Rose explosion of points, of assists, of, of awesomeness, of awesome plays. I'm using my hands because I'm really excited about this. I predict a Bulls win going back to Chicago, tied at two. Ooh, very bold, very bold. Um, it just it just is going to come down. It's just going to come down to Derrick Rose, like it always does. It, it, he's not shooting well this series, but that game one was so huge. But it seems like ever since that, Miami has really cracked down. I don't. Now the question has become: Will Miami win three straight? And is, is that is that possible? Uh, now, if that's the question, I don't think so. I don't think Miami's going to beat Chicago three times in a row. But something tells me, despite my better judgment, this they're going to push it to 3-1. to one. I think the Heat are going to win tonight. And uh, I think we're headed for a rematch from five years ago, Heat-Mavs. Five years ago. Jeez Louise. Well, six, right, because it's 05. Still, How wild is that? Still, that um, doesn't seem like that long ago. No, it, it certainly doesn't. And I mean, back then Shaq was good. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, anyhow, so there's there's your NBA. Uh, Adam, Adam we... are you making fun of me? Adam, that Adam, that is not funny. Is that is that your Shaq? That's my Shaq. We're gonna have to. I mean, it's good. At least it needs some pruning. Yeah, a little bit. Um... <laughs> ben, you know, I, now it's, it's my understanding you've been watching a lot of hockey, right? Tons, 
No. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we just talk about my game ball, or should we should we do a little hockey? I mean, we can talk about hockey. I I, I understand what's going on. <laughs> You're aware of. Okay. I, I'm aware of what's going on, but after that that another crushing year for the for the Caps, I I t- my heart tends to hurt every time I see see that puck. Do you have uh, anything you'd like to say upon the Caps who have now, uh, the Caps who have exited in the second round for the third straight year? Uh, no, this is the second. So in four years, they've been eliminated in the second round twice and the first round twice. And uh, they have arguably one of the league's best stars in Ovechkin, a ton of young talent, uh, and almost zero confidence when it comes to the playoffs i don't know what it is and i don't get it uh i don't know what the fix is obviously the quick you know the quick reaction is coach i'm not so sure it's the coach you know uh that's interesting because when i asked you a few weeks ago it's the answer you gave yeah uh, um but you fired the coach then you find out that you know it was the personnel and you had the right coach i you know who knows uh i know that the the uh, the coach is the knee-jerk reaction that's my only point well, you tend to be you tend to be knee jerk to the reaction to, to the coach just in general. Yeah, a- a- admittedly, I get I get emotional when it comes to sports. That's one of the reasons why you like me. <laughs> I do, I do like you, man. I think, See, I think boom, boom, boom. You think I'm swell? <laughs> hey oh, hey oh. But uh, well, let, and 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 that's interesting. And now, also while we're on the subject, it's not uh, it's not playoffs, but the. Uh, the Atlanta Thrashers will be being moved out of Atlanta. Hockey I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's been made official yet. It's gonna happen. Come on, no one's stepping up to buy the team. They're gonna be shipped out, and uh, it's 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 really embarrassing. It's embarrassing for this city that we can't sustain uh, one of the four major major leagues, and we can't we can't bring out the uh, attendance to support what was hockey uh, <laughs> in the I, south. I mean. It's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. I mean, look, look down in Tampa Bay. I mean, obviously they're a better team. Yeah, if you win Stanley Cups, but not every team's going to win Stanley Cups. I mean, I understand. And, I mean, truth, truth be told, the Thrashers never gave, you know, I mean, if, if you want butts and seats, win games. I mean, that's just always how it will work. And, and, and the teams that win the most are the best attendance. However, it's just not necessarily. There are exceptions to that rule, but that is the general rule. I mean, it's the easiest way. That's the most surefire, can't argue with it way. Right. And uh, it's just a shame that it's probably going to come down to that. But uh, looking at the two series, uh, Vancouver up 3-1 in their series uh, with uh, with the Sharks. Now, Vancouver has kind of been the most consistent team, I think, in these playoffs, while San Jose fended off the scare from the Red Wings. Uh you, you pretty much, I think pretty much Vancouver are locked for the finals. Yes, no, Ben? Yes. Yes. And then uh, looking at the series, uh, Boston versus uh, Tampa, thanks to my game ball in large part, Tim Thomas, uh, the stick save, if you haven't seen it, uh, the stick save to uh, hold the, the Bruins' lead, uh, perhaps the save of the year, one of the greatest saves I've ever seen. Uh, if you haven't seen the highlight, you got to go pull it up. Tim Thomas, my game ball of the week, and Boston preserves a three to two series. You see any more magic from these uh, Tampa Bay Lightning? Oh, I, I I don't know if you caught that, but before the game, he guaranteed a uh, a Bruins win. So not only did he have that save, 
but he guaranteed the win. I think he even guaranteed the series win. So before that game last night. So pretty cool. That's pretty gutsy. Uh, I mean, any playoff prediction, when, when you call it like that, uh, it's, it probably feels pretty good, I would imagine. I mean, the, the, the art of the prediction is always risky, and especially when you're such a crucial player. It's a like fine line. Like, it's a very fine line. Yeah. And, and I feel like we usually hear predictions a lot, you know, and, and we kind of dismiss them, and it's hard to keep track of who's right and who's wrong about them. Uh, I mean, my favorite prediction is Dan Gilbert. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, what What is he thinking, by the way? Now that the Right now? To Ching. First and four? Win. Win. Oh, yeah. Ben, with your uh, with, with landing the uh, top pick and the number four pick in the draft. So uh, my hope, my hope, Derek Williams and uh, a point guard, either Kemba Walker or Knight from Kentucky. There you have it. There you have it. Yeah, Knight, Knight's going to be great. I, th- I, I, I personally want Kemba Walker. I just think he's flashier and... I think he's he's just got that that baller ability that I think translates in the NBA, uh, a la kind of a Derrick Rose. But uh, anyhow, you wanted to get into some baseball, Ben. Do you do you got some preaching to do? Uh, I mean, there's room on the bandwagon. You gonna hop on? You, you? I mean, get, I'm get on now. I'm I'm, sta- I'm standing right here, so I might as well just get on. Yeah, thirty to f- thirty and fifteen. My Cleveland Indians best record in baseball right now. I'm looking at your shirt, the uh, the retro Indians. Yes, yeah. he's got it on, ladies and gentlemen. He's drinking the Kool Aid, and you know what? Good for you, man. You you deserve it. This is uh, I mean, it's legit success. We're now a quarter into the season, so uh, it's 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 we're we're now starting to move past the the kind of worthless part of the baseball season. So now that you've established, oh, uh, we're 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 almost in the heart of the worthless part of the baseball season. <laughs> I'm trying it's, to throw baseball a bone here. No, I. I I love it. I love the fact that I'm still uh, I'm still talking about the Indians, and it's you know it's almost June. That's great. That's great. But you know when it it, it really counts in late August into September, that's you know that's what that's when I'm really going to start start to think about it. So, I mean, obviously I'm excited. Anytime any any team in Cleveland has some sort of success, you have to pay you know throw them a bone. And my hero is Drupal Cabrera. Past two games, uh, going eight for nine, three home runs, and seven RBIs. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And a ton of web gems, too. So he's very good on the field as well. I mean, there you go. I, I mean, when your team is winning and you've got exciting highlights to go with it, and uh, Jim Jim told me. He's not there anymore. Well. He was. That's all right. Like five, <laughs> he, he, was, he was there probably when the uh, Mavs faced the Heat in the finals in 2006. Exactly. I um, just throw you a curveball there. See, that's a baseball reference. <laughs> I really don't watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Lofton is Kenny Lofton still good? <laughs> Man, I love that David Wells guy. He was he big, is and he fast, could, and he could throw. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, I, I will say though, uh, Mark McGuire—he's still smashing home runs, right? I liked him. That whole home run chase. Did anything happen with that? <laughs> Barry Bonds is still skinny, right? <laughs> In all seriousness, though, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, the, the, obviously my my interest ebbs and flows with how well the Braves are doing, and right now, 
we're doing okay, 26 and 23. It's not going as well as we would have liked it to. We like the Braves. We're we're just not finding a way to sustain any sort of any sort of winning. We got a stretch against the Pirates coming up, so we should be able to pick up a few games. But Pirates are are decent this year, man. They are, they are, but uh, player playing decent ball up there. We do well against teams that are not good. I mean, like the sub five hundred teams, we do well against. That's kind of Atlanta's mo, just in general. Play to your opponents. No, don't play to your opponents, man. That's that's what you need to do. Yeah, is that, is that <laughs> way to do it? That's 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 on every chalkboard in uh in any Atlanta you know locker room. Uh, yeah. Um, play I, up or down to your opponent. Yeah, and always find a way to uh, to blow it in the end. And by the way, uh, perhaps an honorary benching uh, for. For this week, uh, not my official benching, but uh, very close to. I don't know if you heard the allegations coming out against Jeff Teague. Ben, did you hear anything about this? Uh, is this the statutory rape or something like that? Basically, uh, Jeff Teague is involved <coughs> in uh, a, a report that he apparently was watching the door while uh, a teammate of his was uh, performing an act of sexual assault uh, on, a, on a Wake Forest co-ed. Uh, in a hotel room. So, uh, you know, awesome. Great. You know, we finally have some success with Teague on the floor, and then we kind of find out he is, uh, you know, if, if it stands, if, if, it, if it holds up, obviously they're denying it, saying it didn't happen, but uh, it, we need to get to the bottom of this. And if it's true, the Hawks organization needs to kind of take a good look at this. We, we can't really be having this from, uh, from our personnel. I believe in character. Uh, in sports, and I believe that leading to, uh, I mean, you know, look, the Lakers kept Kobe after his whole allegation, even though that wasn't as severe, uh, and and it, it seemed to work out. We have a we have a way of having short memories when players play <laughs> it's well. Just T. Kobe Bryant. No, but, it, but on the on the subject of forgiving our athletes when they play well for our city, which Jeff Teague did very well in the playoffs, he did extremely well in that series against Chicago, and if he comes out playing like that next year. I you know it, I mean it, everybody was on Michael Vick's uh, side when that happened. Everybody? Nobody is my point. I mean, well, half and half. I mean that it, you're, you're looking at the severity, but I, well, he never got a chance to come back on the floor. Yeah, uh, back, back yeah. on the field. And I mean, look if this if this allegation stands up, you know, Teague might be actually looking at some uh, at some jail time. I gotta think. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely. So. It it it, it, we, it needs to be handled. It needs to be investigated, and uh, it's it's just you know it's just such a. I was thinking about this, Ben. That that is just so my lot as as an as a as a Georgia like an Atlanta fan. I feel like every time we get close, it has to be taken away. You bring up Michael Vick, exactly. You know, we get some sustained we get some sustained uh, success, and all of a sudden that that crazy ridiculous story comes out. I mean, remember Georgia basketball with Mike Mercer and all them. We're gonna have a great season, and then oh, no one wants to go to class, and they're all suspended half the year. <laughs> and I'm gonna like, show, I, you know, when I'm I am suspended, I'm gonna show up drunk to the games. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's just like we're we're just not allowed to have the sustained success. It feels like, or or at least my teams aren't without without specifically something off the field happening to ruin the fun <laughs> for everybody. I, I mean, Ohio State. I mean, that's the closest I got right now. That's uh, that's pretty bad. That's not yeah. That's not just close. That is in it. That's pretty bad. That is happening. 
yeah, that that is pretty bad. It it just uh, it's not good. It, it needs to be handled, and I I hope it's not true. But um, I have to say, I'm 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 Facebook friends with Jeff Teague, and I got to say, from what I'm whenever you whenever I see him do a little status update, he he seems like kind of a putz. Not gonna lie. You I mean you told me that a while ago, like yeah. that, that he he was just chasing girls all around, or at least that's what his Facebook wall would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that that seems to be what he's about as a young athlete. And so when this kind of a story comes out, I I am not sitting here uh, appalled, quite frankly, just from what I very smallly. <laughs> I'm so <heard>. appalled. <laughs> nice. And Wessel Westbrook. And speaking of <laughs> Wessel Westbrook, speaking of point guards, uh, and and now you mention up, uh, I will give my actual benching for the week. Uh, being Wesso Westbrook, it seems like a conversation of this entire playoffs has been him shooting too much. Should you know, has it hurt the team? Him you know taking too many shots and his assist to his, his assist to turnover ratio. It seems like he's kind of slipping into that caliber of player that Josh Smith, J.R. Smith caliber, where you got all the talent in the world and you're fantastic and you take over games, but. When you're not good, you're you're not just not good. You're hurting the team, and uh, it, it seems like they got to figure that out if they want to have any chance of of making a comeback in this series and having sustained playoff runs in the future. Russell Westbrook is going to have to do some maturation. I, I I like the bold move by the coach to sit him down in the the one game they won. Ironic, I think. Yeah, well, you were throwing a stat out there that uh, with, with limited shot attempts, uh, they 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 win. That yeah. in their 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 one win against against Dallas, uh, he only shot 15 times. You compare that to 22 and 20, and then 15 again, where he only hit three shots, all in losing efforts. It's 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 an eye opening kind of thing, and and if I'm the coaches, I'm really showing him those those differences and and what. And how the team fares in the in the eyes of those stats, specifically with how many times he shoots the ball. I mean, if if if, if Russell Westbrook is shooting twenty plus times, and then you know of of those twenty times on average, seven or eight of them he's not even passing the ball on a possession. That's this. That's not smart basketball. That's not going to beat the Mavericks. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So, do you want me to give you my benching? I do. ESPN for stealing ideas. I am so tired of of seeing great things in you know other sports things. Like I like TNT's basketball you know pregame thing. It's very funny. It's very loose. It's it doesn't it doesn't seem very scripted, but I'm sure they spend lots of time on you know prepping for for it. And you know the the Photoshop of the of some of the host you know faces doing ridiculous things. That's that's something that's appealing to me. I, I like that. Of course, I watched ESPN last night, and all the hosts are cowboys. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Now, I'll, uh, another show on TV, and I don't want to say it out loud, but it, it rhymes with BNB Rin Side the Ben Free A with. Girls, Farkley, I'm gonna stop. Um, yeah, this is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say? No, uh, I, I'm gonna be real honest with you. I don't. Really? <laughs> well, 
you sh- you should be smarter. No, uh, inside <laughs> the NBA. Thank you. The doctoring of the images. Yes. Um, that that's obviously what that's a uh, a good old rip of. But uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, did, did did I clear that up for you? Yes, you did. You did. And yeah. I... <laughs> ESPN really is so terrible about that. And I remember getting that text message from you and and. You know, it's like the question I was posing. It's like, do you, do you, just, do you think they just not even do – do they honestly think that no one notices that kind of stuff when they blatantly do it all the time? They, they rip off Dan Patrick's poll questions for Sports Nation, you know, something that Dan Patrick freely talks about on his show, which I love. I love him him kind of picking at them uh, because someone's got to. But uh, anyhow, let's give some game balls out. Game ball. Uh, game ball is going to Jose Bautista, an outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays. He is hitting 353, 19 home runs, and 32 RBIs right now. He had, I'm pre- at least his second multi-home run game this weekend against the Astros. Uh, team's still not great, but they're not bad. But he's good. Game but ball. He's good. Game ball. Let's go, man. And I, I already gave my uh, game puck, I should say, to Tim Thomas for that amazing save. Uh, let, let's let's go villains. Who who you got for villain this week? Uh, I'm gonna go with Fred Wilfon, uh, owner for the Mets. He really should just be mad at himself for all the bad deals he put himself in with the whole Madoff situation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, now, granted, some of it, you know, maybe wasn't his fault. Who knows? Uh, but to come out and blast your players that you signed or you had a hand in uh, picking up, it's not really good business. And it kind of hurts your trade value of the guy that you're, you know, you might want to get rid of if you say that a player is 65 to 75% of what he once was. Maybe you should just not say that. Maybe you should just trade him. Yeah, I definitely agreed. I mean, you just... I don't, I don't know what you can possibly hope to gain from just publicly calling out your players. And the players handled it great. I believe one of the sound bites from another player was clearly Mr. Wilpon's going through a rough time, and you know I, I can't comment on everything he said. And that, I mean, that's the most graceful way to handle it. Uh, you know, hear your boss man calling you out. Yeah, it's just not smart. I, that's my question. What do you hope to gain? That's all I'm gonna say. And uh, who knows? Maybe he he did say it to their face before he went, you know, put him on blast. But still, I don't know. I don't like that thing playing through the media. You know, I don't know. I think that's kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, and and my villain of the week, uh, Joe Kim Noah, gonna get fined by the NBA for dropping a uh, a slur offensive to gay people. And uh, it makes you think of the Kobe situation. But see, and this is my thing, Ben. This is my thing with Joe Kim Noah and why I will not like him. is because I, I remember this kind of behavior back in college. He would be yelling at fans. I would see him interacting with fans, yelling at them and, 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 and talking crap to them. Just what a professional athlete should not do. Part of get, You get heckled during the games. Part of being a professional athlete is you don't give into it. You don't engage it. You only make it worse. And you certainly don't throw that out there on national TV when it just happened to Kobe. And that's my thing about Noah. You know, it, it, he plays hard, he's got passion, but it, but it does have that other side to it of just flat-out douchery. And uh, that, that's, that's just what gets me sour to him, that that has to come with it. And so it makes me kind of see through the, the quote-unquote passionate way. When he, when he hypes on all, all of Derrick Rose's big plays that he has nothing to do with, and he's acting like he 
oh that that screen that he set uh, 12 seconds ago really really helped that play as he watched Derrick Rose dunk. Uh, it just it just bothers me, and so you're my villain of the week because it's just easy, Joe Kim Noah. Oh, and you're still ugly as ugly as hell, so uh, you know, deal with it. <laughs> you went away from the S word for the H. I always, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get a little uncensored. Seriously, he's one of my least he's one of my least favorite athletes. I mean, seriously, I mean, totes my goats. And uh, but but let's let's get positive here. Let's let's let's, let's go back to skewing the positive. Well, I don't know how positive this is. With the with the heroes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not positive, but, but it certainly <laughs> is. A, uh, it certainly is. Yeah, let's nice skew positive. Though. Let's go positive. It's not really positive. No, it's really not positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really kind of sad. Uh, That's what just R. happened. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Randy Savage, the Macho Man. Uh, R.I.P. Buddy. Apparently, uh, the Macho Man suffered a heart attack in his car and got in an accident and died. He was 52. He died much too young. Heart attack, but from the tree. What? He would have been saved if he didn't run into the tree. Oh, really? Yep. He would have been saved if not for all the cocaine in the 80s. Uh, steroids is, I believe, what he called it. And that, yeah. and that was okay in the 80s. It's all mixing together, but um, anyhow, yeah. <laughs> Macho Man, one of the best ever, and as a professional wrestling fan uh, back in the day, he was one of my favorites, and obviously one of the best of all time, and it's it's really sad that he's just another, he's, he is yet another uh, death in the lineage of of uh, of professional wrestlers, but now he is he is up with Miss Elizabeth, which is uh, which I'm sure is a nice a nice moment. But that that's also strange. Uh, it's just it's just not good, and and it, it, it kind of shows that professional wrestling is doing the right thing by kind of cleaning up. They do suspend players, or excuse me, they do suspend entertainers that they find uh, on steroids. They do do uh, uh, measures of of testing in that regard. So and that's good, and and that obviously needs to continue. What if Russell Westbrook was a professional wrestler? Russell Westbrook, professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> I feel bad laughing because I was laughing when you were doing that, but I thought of that and it was very funny. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. It's, it's your place in hell. It's not mine. <laughs> Keeping it warm. What's the West book for the Oklahoma City Thunder? <laughs> he plays basketball, and I'm a professional wrestler. Anyhow, on that note, we we need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to get out of here. We miss you guys. We're we're happy to be back. And uh, once life is a little less hectic, we'll be here back every week. So uh, we hope you enjoy it. It's good to be back. Good to have you back. And uh, for Ben, I'm Adam. See you later.